We want to welcome you to the Pantheon. I am Ray. And I'm Epi. And today we're looking at uh, episode 7 of What If. Uh, what If is an anthology series. This one's called What If Thor Was an Only Child. Uh, Epi, go ahead. Okay. Thor thinks he's all that and stuff. You know, he does whatever, drinks whatever he wants. He's kind of a maniac. That's what I think. You know, he knocks down buildings and stuff. This episode I found really funny, but it was good, you know, for what all Thor does and who changes to be whatever he has to do. Uh, whoever fixes him, um, you know, he, he gets hit on the bottom, say, pretty much to just help him be him again. I really liked it. I thought it was really funny. I laughed at a couple scenes. I liked it. It's the one I like the best so far. And that's what I think. What do you think, Ray? I agree with you to a point. It's You, you get Thor, a very happy Thor. It's a Thor that's mm. really a troublemaker. You know, and right. you know, without Loki being there, being the one that's the god of mischief, and, and he's an only child, he has to. He becomes the mischievous one because he has no one to be a hero with. He he wasn't he wasn't it wasn't thrust upon him to be a hero. So he was able to be kind of a slacker kind of thing because he's both the Joker as well as the hero, right? Yeah. And, and 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 Loki is Loki the prince of the Frost Giants. So he he was never that they were never brothers. You get to see Thor as you know how he was destined to be kind of, because he's still like, when you see in his other films, he's kind of like a party animal, like in Thor mm -hmm. uh, uh, Ragnarok, he's still kind of a fun guy. So now it's to the next level. And he's, he's throwing an intergalactic party that's just of this world. Uh, what I like about this one is that you have so many cameos. Uh, it's, it's kind of exciting because you don't know who's going to show up. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and there's some funny little side gags. And as you were alluding to too, uh, so something, he needs a good spake in the bottom at some point. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that's kind of like where we kind of, like, how does that go about it? Natalie Portman returns as uh, Jane Foster. But we do get, like, Captain Marvel. We do get some really good fight sequences. So like, I was really happy with it. Yeah. thought it was really, really good myself. Awesome. Now let's get into the email bag. You've heard mailbag song. Hit it! Letters. So many letters. Next one is from Tony. And Tony writes, the tone of the episode is much lighter than the others. And while I could have done without the ending, it's understandably vital to the overall arcing plot of the series. Okay. And the last one I had is from Jeffrey. And Jeffrey writes, the many random cameo appearances lend to the unpredictability of this episode, which led it to be very, very fun. Okay. Thanks, Jeffrey. Awesome. Okay. Oh, someone mentioned something about uh, they do make reference to uh, Infinity War and Endgame uh, through Captain Marvel, which is sort of true. So uh, uh, we won't give away that. But I, I like the idea how they utilize you know, all aspects of the MCU for this, not just the original Thor. Though it is kind of like an a, a original Thor movie. Mm -hmm. They dip into other stuff. Cool. All right. Okay. Well, that again, I'm Ray. And I'm Abby. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Take care. Take care. That's the moment that created a new universe. Who's
whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Slow down a little bit. There's a few people in the room that don't understand. Not me. I, I get it. Why stop at one hero? Great idea. If time and reality are a construct, what if we could rebuild it? When we can show you all of them. Oh! What if?